Hello and welcome to the new return of the Comic Sockcast, a podcast by the Leeds University Union Comics and Graphic Novel Society. I'm your host, Ben Herring, and with me is your president, George Pooley. Hello. Uh, we're we're going to talk about the things that we're going to be doing with the podcast this year and the plans for the society, as well as introducing you to the members of the committee. So, George, what what is... The Leeds University Union Comics and Graphic Novel Society. What do we do here? Well, it's a inviting group of people who just gather every week to talk about comic books, films, and general nerdiness and geek-related topics. And drink. And drink, yeah, and drink. And <laughs> go bowling and eat food occasionally, but mostly drink. Yeah. We do all of those things. But while drinking, what's going on during Freshers' Week with the Society? Well, during Freshers' Week, we have two Freshers' Fairs that we're attending. first one is on Monday, being the uh, regular uh, General Interest Society Freshers' Fair, and will be in the main Riley Smith Hall. Um, and on Wednesday, we have a second Freshers' Fair. And for the first time ever, it's going to be held in Fab Cafe, and that's going to be a general geeky societies, and that's going to be pretty good, I think. Yeah, and all of the committee were there. I think you have to leave. At yeah, I have to leave halfway through, but I will be back for the. I'll be there for the beginning and at the end. So, <laughs> but there'll also be uh, a lot of a lot of other members that have been around for a while and are yeah, all and welcoming and can help tell you what what's going on. What we're about, and we'll have a big stack of comic books. You can have a flick yep. through. We'll see our kind of interests, and and on Monday we'll have free bags of comic books to give out, which is always fun. So you're gonna get yourself some comic books that Travelling Man couldn't sell, and some <laughs> leaflets, which is good. Yeah, you, you get Travelling Man's discarded things. Yeah, discarded things, and maybe a Green Lantern ring. Yeah. And by Green Lantern ring, you'll probably get the rubbish colours, but you know, what can you do? It's free stuff. It's free stuff, and it's good, because that gets me discounts in the shop. Yeah, well, that was going to be my second thing, is like, what does membership to our society entail new members to? Well, membership is £2 per year, so compared to some of the other societies, that's pretty good value. And yeah, we've, we've been pressured by... We've been pressured to increase it, but we're not going to do it. No. So it's only £2, and you get a funky plastic card, and but more importantly, you get 10% off at Travelling Man Comic Book Shop, which is brilliant, so... Yeah, and... and you get to do all the stuff with us as a society. Yeah, all the stuff with us, which is because we're important. fun, awesome people. But yeah. but yeah, the, but, but this, it's easier to sell people on. Hey, you get money off comics. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, money off. It's always good. It's always a good thing to bring them on. And and you should go to Traveling Man because they're all nice people. And yeah, they're awesome. Cool. <laughs> and it reflects well on us. And and one of our former presidents now works there. Yeah, and. And they run lots of fun activities with us as well. That's like true. Like Pints and Pencils, and they run Dungeons and Dragons and Film Nights as well, which we're going to hopefully get on to soon. Yeah, we we did a couple of films. Yeah, we did a couple. We year, did. But... Yeah, what did we do last year? We did. Um, yeah, we watched Dark Knight Returns, didn't we? Yes. Both parts of that, and we had a YouTube night. Oh yeah, which I hope yeah. was a massive success. Which which you which I planned, and then did I not planned, attend. but didn't couldn't attend. So, <laughs> which is fun. I'm I'm upset I missed that because that sounded really good. But yeah, hopefully doing more of that sort of stuff this year. Watch some animated films, some maybe some cartoons, maybe some good superhero films, maybe some terrible ones. I haven't really decided yet. And hopefully uh, another YouTube night because you, you want to actually yeah because I want actually them. I want to actually attend <laughs> one. So 
Um, so do you have any broader plans for big events or like what's coming up? Well, I have the several year? ideas that we're already working on. These are taking it from to next stage from what we did last year. So this year we're going to do a bowling tournament throughout the entire year. Yeah. So if we go. Because our we- meetings are weekly, but once a month we'll go bowl- bowling, and I'll put this all into a big spreadsheet, and we'll see who the best at bowling is, and we'll have several prizes at the end of the year for best bowler, male and female, and best single game, and maybe a booby prize for worst bowler overall. Uh, now, I, now I feel like I have something to aim for. I didn't know there was going to be a booby prize. Not going to be a booby prize. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Now I can. Now I can aim low. You're better than that, Ben. We all know it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sporadically better than that. Yeah. Well, you just have to be better than Tom. That's that's true. That is true. Tom is terrible at bowling. Love you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and we're like, we'll we'll all go to the Thought Bubble convention yep. that's in... in the Thought Bubble convention midway through November, and prior to that, there's. Leeds Film Festival, which I think lasts yep. is the two weeks before that, and there's plenty of comic book writers turning up. There's I think there's an event with Alan Moore, which we'll be attending, and yeah, and they normally quite they normally show quite a few comic book films as well. Last year they showed Dread, which is awesome. So hopefully this year they'll do more of the same. Yeah, if, if you are listening to this and you're into comics and you haven't seen Dread, we can help you fix. Yeah, that we can because fix that. Yeah. Because you should see Dread. Yeah. Because it's fucking awesome. And it will probably change change the world, but not really. <laughs> but slow motion people getting shot in the face is pretty good. It's it's so good. And uh, another plan what I've got going is, hopefully, once I've spoken to Travelling Man, we will have, alongside bowling, we will have once a month, we will go into the Travelling Man Lounge and watch films on cool. an evening in a group, and we'll order pizza, and we'll have booze, and it'll be great. Yeah, and like... As well, we we also go to like all the new superhero movies yeah, as we soon do. as they come out. Yeah, we last year we did last year we did two midnight releases, didn't we? We did Thor two, which was double yeah. bill, so it's Thor Thor one and followed straight up by Thor two at midnight. And after that, then we did Avengers and Captain America two, both which were great. And we also so, hold big events with we also saw Godzilla in a group. Yeah. Which wasn't great. That, that was maybe a mistake. <laughs> and uh, X Men: Days of Huge Past, which was brilliant. That was not a mistake. No, and we just saw Guardians of the Galaxy over the summer with a few of us. So yeah, um, I can't remember if you guys went and saw Man of Steel as a group because I didn't see that in the cinema. No, we didn't because Man of Steel was in 2012. So was it? I yeah, it was. I it don't was no, 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 no. It wasn't 2012. It was 2013. It I was... don't remember when things come out. Yeah, <laughs> Man of Steel. <sighs> I'm sure there are people listening that like Man of Steel because Ben and Story are probably listening. Yeah, but we don't. <laughs> no. Why is Superman so dark? Why did he kill people? Just both, both like metaphorically and literally. and literally. He's in broad daylight and his suit is so dark. dark. Oh, I mean... <laughs> Jesus. I'm getting upset thinking about it. Uh, you also went to a comic convention yes. in London last year with yeah, a couple we went, of people. Yeah, we went um, in March. There was a there's the London Super Comic Con, which was a good trip out. We got to see lots of big names there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a good fun trip down. It we went down for the day, went got up early, went down on the train, came back late evening. It was great fun. 
to you, Paul. Good on, stuff. On doing. Yeah, we're gonna plan. I'm gonna plan on plan on making it cheaper this year by planning it a lot further ahead. Yeah. And doing um yeah and doing the prices as cheap as I can possibly get them. Maybe doing a group deal. Yeah. Which is what I didn't do last year. Which is why we didn't get as many people as I like to go. But we got quite a good number actually. So yeah. especially when traveling around London, it's easy to do it in a smaller group. But yeah. Uh, Especially when I was the only one that really knew the way there, so. <laughs> Damn southerners. <laughs> well, we have got plans to re to redesign the logo, which we're currently working on. Will probably be done by the end of the first semester. Oh, uh, the the comic society library, as well as like members, oh, yeah. will be happy to lend you comics. But we we have our own library, which I think you're. Yeah, we have our own expand. library, which I'm going to get a list of done very shortly. It's in my flatmate's room, and it's <laughs> currently locked, so I can't do that at the moment. But <laughs> it's got quite a lot of good titles in it, especially if you want to start out. This is the library is really important if you want to, if you're starting out with comic books. You've got first compendium of the Walking Dead, first two volumes of Scott Pilgrim, V for Vendetta, Watchmen. Is is Watchmen in there? If I it's not, so. if it's not, we should put it yeah, in there. Yeah, if it's not, it's definitely in there. We're gonna get. I've got my. I've got a volume of Preacher to put in there. We've got um, Green Light and Secret Origins in there. Yeah, if you like that. Yeah. I didn't. That's why I put it in there. Yeah, it's probably. A, oh, we got. I think Civil War's in there. Civil War. Yeah, is a great C- Civil read. War is one of like the best crossover events. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably ever. the the one that really made crossover events great. Before Mark Miller just made like shocking storybooks. Yeah, for made movies. Yeah, made yeah made films. <laughs> sold himself out. And and just decided that everything should be violent and horrific. Yeah, which. Boo on you, Mark Miller. I say that still liking a lot of the stuff that he does, but. Yeah, but when when you hear immediately that it's turning into a film, you do get yeah. a bit upset because I don't think he's gonna. He doesn't normally continue with his books, does he? It's, and that's like, it's fine to do stuff that's shorter run, but like, I would like to see more superior as a comic. Yeah, and, and let's like, not talk about the ending of Kickass Three, which I haven't. No, after it's... reading Kickass Two, I was. The the movie Kickass Two I thought was much better than the comic actually. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird film where, where while Kickass One may have created that sort of genre of the homemade superhero thing, I think Kickass Two may have ended it by being a bit, a bit yeah. too mental. But it was certainly a fun film. Yeah, it's weird that Kickass and Super came out at the same time, like yeah, independently of each other. Yeah, they were both sort of the same thing, but they were both on like the different spectrums of yeah. like cinema, like independent of being. One being really independent, Super one being really... directed by James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Best and film I've seen all summer. Yeah, probably. Best yeah. film I've seen all year, but I wouldn't say that, because I liked X-Men and Captain America a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I liked both it's of those more than good Guardians. Year for it has been a really good year. The Winter Soldier was really good. Yeah, I think uh, Yeah, I think that's probably is my favourite one. Not to say I've got any bias or anything. <laughs> um... But then I like X Men as well. X Men was pretty e- excellent, so and it had a great tease at the end for what's coming up next with yep. X Men films. And I'm glad that Brian Singer didn't get in trouble, so now he's going to make that and probably more excited for it. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm also just glad that he seemingly didn't do what he was accused yeah, of doing, which is good because that would have really put me off his movies. Yeah, and like I really like X Men films, but fuck me, Usual Suspects is one of my favorite yeah. films ever. And he's a good director as well. Yeah. So. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Um, so I think that's like all of the the broad plans we've got for yeah. the society for the year for the podcast. We're going to uh, for people that listened previously, we had a lot of uh, 
our former president, James Story, did a lot of introduction to different stuff like Marvel, DC, and, and specific superheroes. And we're going to move away from that a bit, mainly because he's covered all the big stuff. Yeah, we, we've, yeah, we've, we've got a few that, that we're going to do, like uh, Judge Dredd in 2018. And we have ideas, like look at comic books on TV. Yeah. Cartoons, maybe. Maybe do a bit of an overview of that, like how Story did an overview of films. Yeah, and and I think we're going to look at some more like ideas within comics rather yeah. than introductions to specific yeah, things. Yeah, so more more like themes as opposed yeah. to general characters. But we will try and find somewhere to put the old episodes up so that uh, so that all you new people listening can check yeah. them out because they are they are pretty brilliant to be honest. They're 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 all pretty good. Uh, and then there's the drunken Christmas episode that's yeah. a little bit hard to listen to because audio like messed up but it, it's probably worth it it's it's fun it's fun recording <laughs> and hopefully at the end of the year we'll do another quiz which yeah. is what was a very enjoyable episode to listen to lots of great questions lots of very fun fun to listen to i feel, I feel like whoever's the the quiz master should get a spangly jacket even though it's only audio yeah, it's, <laughs> you have to <laughs> rustle it to make sure everyone realizes <laughs> um but we're we're also going to try and make room for like convention reports when we go to conventions yeah. and just have time to talk about anything that's really cool that we're reading without getting bogged down in yeah, it. Yeah, without getting bogged down in it because that does tend to yeah date the episodes it, if we talk about something that's brand new. So yeah, we're probably trying to talk about either classic stories or yep. or stuff that's happening in convention or stuff that's happening in a way way in the future. So um, stuff to get you excited. And I think we were going to do uh, shorter episodes talking about movies as they come out, yeah. separate from the the main ones. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's definitely something we're going to do because people need to know about films, what we think, what was good, what was bad. Because yeah. every film, even the most perfect film, has got things that you can say you missed out on. Well, and and it's just fun to talk about comic book movies. Yeah, it is because certainly are the best thing at the moment, especially mm. Guardians. Yeah, certainly for like mainstream Hollywood, like action stuff there's not a lot that's that's better than comic book movies yeah you like if you're gonna ask me to choose between guardians and transformers yeah it's gonna be transformers (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah it's definitely gonna be transformers and that teenage mutant ninja turtles film yeah which is with the bodybuilders which is technically a comic book film because they were yeah a comic before they were anything else but but yeah still no no not good i want to see the uh the uh, the human film with the transformers in the background or the turtles in the background. Uh, well, all the, all the just three hours of explosions and robot testicle jokes and racism. Yeah, which thank you, Michael Bay. I still want Bad Boys Three. Yeah, which is happening, isn't it? It's supposed to be. Yeah. Looking forward to that. No, I'm worried that he <laughs> will ruin it. Like everything else, like <laughs> Pearl Harbor, he ruined Pearl Harbor. Oh. <laughs> Not just the film, but the event as well. He ruined the event for, yeah. for everybody's memories. I don't know. I think the bombs ruined Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's terrible. And we've also got also another event to look out for. Is we have the Give It A Go, which is coming oh, yeah. up in the middle of October. It's a bit later this year than it was last year. So, and that'll be held at Fab Cafe as well. That's You're going to get used to that, new members. Oh, that's a point. Um, although it's not really a society thing, lots of people from the society go to the... Uh, Quizzes at Fab Cafe, the regular general knowledge quiz on Wednesdays, and the Super Geek quiz on Sundays. On Sundays, which we have a 
five percent winning record. Yeah, which is, we're pretty proud of. I'm, no, I'm not proud of that five percent loss. I am, <laughs> but <laughs> that is disappointing to me. Those yeah, anime well, questions—that's that's what we fall down on. Yeah, those anime. <laughs> Weak. Not not that we mind people <laughs> like anime. anime. We're we not, just not. We just don't know. A we lot just about don't it. know. Yeah. When? Unless it's the creepy, scary Japanese stuff, then we're kind of into that. Or, or Akira. Yeah, or Akira. Yeah, Akira's great. Watch Akira. Yeah. But come to the Comic Society event. <laughs> I will move on from stuff that we're doing to introduce people to you, George. Uh, so I'll start with, like, how did you first get into comics? What? Well, I've always, well, think about it. It's happened quite early in my life. I loved. I think my first action figure, my first toy I got was a giant Spider-Man that had like suction cups that stuck to the wall and I always loved that. And then I think from there, it basically it was Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. I think that was what truly got me into it because that was on, that was on Cartoon Network every evening and I was watching, watching the reruns as a four-year-old and I couldn't get enough of it basically. And from there, it was like I'd get the Saturday morning like comic books they used to do. Um, yeah. They weren't like, they're not like proper comic books, you know, ones they used to have like, um, like puzzles in the back. Yeah, they had the, like, Spider-Man magazines. Yeah, like that. Yeah, it was, like, Spider-Man ones. They, they did a Batman-Superman one. Yeah, for, for I remember that years. one. Yeah, and I had loads of those. And then then I kind of went... I kind of moved away from comic books for a bit. It was a time... It was a time before when, like, Lord of the Rings was coming out and Star Wars was coming out when yeah. I got more into that. But then after those kind of finished, so after 2005, I really got back into it. Yeah. And this was around... I think it was around 2005 when I got my first real comic book yeah and that was that was a trade paperback collection of judge dread the cursed earth nice. and that was the first thing i really read and then from then on i was you know i was going down to film planet in london every every month or so buying action figures then once the action figures started started getting old with the action figures i started um started reading yet reading graphic novels and that's where it really really began yeah with, with properly reading comic books and that started with a uh, secret war the uh Marvel, uh, Marvel crossover event, not the one from the eighties, but the one where they go to Latveria. Yes, that one, and that was where that really started. And I've basically been collecting ever since, and watching the films. I always watch the films when they came out in the cinema, and yeah, it's really come. It really is a massive part of my life. To be honest, <laughs> it's not something I really ever want to stop. Yeah, why would you? I, I don't know. It might be like a like a hangover, like an increased hangover. And it might just kill me if I stop straight away. <laughs> you just go cold turkey for yeah, comics. Like, uh, like, find me in the corner. Just, yeah, find you in the corner. Scratching like, the drowned pool. in a pool of your own vomit. Yeah. Because, yeah, I just can't stop. Just, like, listening for your breathing, just rubbing comics on your face. Yeah. To revive like, you. Uh... Look, we have Winter Soldier. Woo! <laughs> um, and on that, uh, what's your favourite, like, like comic series or graphic novel of all time, if you had to just pick one but comic? I pick one. Well, let's pick one. Well, no, I would have hard. to say it's if you had to pick one series, I'd have to probably say my favourite series is definitely 2018's run on well, Judge Dread. Yeah, obviously it's it's kind of cheap because it's one unbroken run. Yeah, because it's never been well. There's there's additional runs with IDW and with IDW, but then it's just one unbroken run and it's brilliant. And we'll, we'll get into that in <laughs> Judge Dread episode, but that's definitely my favourite. Then there are obviously that's the 35 year run, so that's kind of cheating. But then um. <laughs> My favourite other run, um, Chris Claremont, John Burns X Men, which is also a pretty long. Yeah, it's a pretty long. <laughs> well, well, Chris Claremont's X Men run is yeah. sixteen years wrong, 
long, but um, his John Byrne one lasting, I think it was only three or four years, but yeah, but you know, it's got some of the basically all the plots of the X Men films That's... are based off their stories. He's got Chris Claremont is the like classic X Men yeah. writer that kind of defined them. He defined, yeah, made them from a team that was you know the comic books getting cancelled to like the international team and and yeah and made them like about diversity and about yeah. oppression and like and wrote some of the all-time greatest female characters as well yeah just something that if people seem to forget like, uh, like female characters and black characters that you just didn't see in comics that yeah. way and yeah and in- introducing a lot of stuff about the um the Marvel Cosmic Universe. And side of that, we hadn't really seen other than, you know, it was mostly the Kree and the Skrulls, but then it was the Shi'ar. Yeah. all the Imperial Guard, that kind of sort of stuff. Which some people don't really like because it just sort of takes the X-Men out of a believable situation and takes, and, you know, forgets about the diversity. They have and god-like it. powers. Yeah, so it kind of makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of the greatest runs ever. Uh, you know, it's got Days of Future Past, it's got um, God Loves Man Kills, that's not John Berman, that's Chris Claremont, that sort of happened around the same yeah. time. It's got the um, Phoenix, or the Phoenix stuff. Yeah, the, f- Dark the whole Phoenix. Phoenix saga. Yeah, it's got the introduction of Kitty Pride. It's got, yeah, it's basically got everything. It's got what everything was, you could possibly want. What was her code name before she was Shadowcat? Sprite. Sprite, yeah. Yeah, not very cool. It's No, but she wasn't, she was 13. She yeah, she was 13 as well, yeah, which is, I always forget when I read it, but, yeah, it's a, yeah, and it's got lots of Styles references as well. Chris Claremont stuff for some reason. It's really weird. <laughs> I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you're, it was, you're it writing was, at that period yeah, that in the period, 70s. Yeah, it's, it's like Star Wars is massive. Yeah, which is probably where all the space stuff came from, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, space stuff is cool again. We should yeah, do that. Do that, yeah. Because you haven't really seen it Marvel before. Yeah, and I love, yeah, so it's Chris Claremont. I mean, there'd been Byrne. some stuff with the Fantastic Four and the scrolls yeah the scrolls yeah and there was a lot of jack kirby stuff with the kree yeah because he because he, he's a bit like that uh, jack kirby the, the aliens guy he's he he's he was a bit of a believer in the whole ancient aliens theory yeah because there's a lot of that in his writing i don't think what what other great series do i love i love the um opening i love the first silver surfer solo series i think stan that's probably stanley's yeah, best like, ever writing he's done like that 18 issue run i think it yeah is. It, it, it got cancelled quite quickly because i don't think anyone really got it was it, it was uh john bashema yeah john doing it. yeah jack kirby designed but john bashema yeah at the yeah it was at the period where there was only it was you draw like that's jack kirby J- everyone draw like jack kirby yeah and steve ditko do what you want like, <laughs> type thing which is the uh how marvel operated at the time yeah. It's weird because, like, Marvel have always been much, like, freer with what their yeah. artists are allowed to do. Like, but then, you know about the Marvel method. Yeah, but... the Marvel, yeah. Basically, Stan gets the credit. <laughs> what artist does all the writing. Well. Well, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I've, <laughs> I, yeah, I read a book. I've, I've read uh, The Untold Story of Marvel Universe, and it's... I don't think it's actually ever going to get fully understood how much work Stan actually did and how much the writers actually did. Yeah. it It's... Stanley just seems like such a cool guy. Yeah, as well. it's like it's hard to hate him, even if he did take too much credit. But then most of the other writers didn't really want to take credit. Like yeah. Steve Ditko, for instance, didn't want to take any credit for any of his work. And 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 compared to how the rest of the comics industry was at that time, like Stanley is no Bob Kane. No, you know, yeah, he's he, he's deserving of his praise. Which just for anybody listening, Bob Kane is the guy always credited as uh, creating Batman and. Like, kind of denying Bill Finger any credit, who was the writer that 
was like involved from the initial design. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, re, he, re, he reevaluated yeah. um, Bob Kane's initial designs when Bob Kane's initial designs had Batman wearing like a red and yellow costume, and, so. and came up with like most of Batman's backstory. Yeah, and, and but because he was like viewed as work for hire, Bob Kane could just take all the credit. Yeah, and although recently um, they, they've DC Comics have have issued issue have um have decided to credit. Bill Finger yeah. on some issues, so I think that's going to start changing now. Yeah, when they did the the re-release of uh, Detective Comics twenty seven, yeah, uh, they they credited Bill, Bill Finger, Finger, yeah, which was really cool to see. Yeah, it was good. It's good that yeah that they are taking more credit, and obviously I don't think Stan ever does fully take credit for most of his things either. So he does. He, he does, seems pretty modest. Yeah, well, yeah, he could be less modest, so <laughs> which is which is good. Yeah. Um. So, on a similar thing, if you had to pick one superhero, what's your favourite superhero? I think I know the answer to this. Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't say he was my favourite comic book character. I would definitely say that would be Judge Dredd. Yeah. Cause but he is not a superhero. Yeah, but he's not a superhero. Even though he's, he's done some he's, pretty crazy, insane things. He's definitely done crazy, insane things, but he's kind of not even really a hero. No, he's... Yeah, he's definitely... And then we, we the whole two thousand eight universe he's probably, is he's probably more of a villain than anything. It, yeah, he's only he's only like, considered a hero based on its surroundings. It, yeah, and because it's his perspective, like yeah. But really, he is the like the enforcer of an awful totalitarian yeah, society. So he's, he's definitely not. Uh, yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's like the son of it as well. Which you know, he's like yeah, he's he's the figurehead. Yeah, and he's such an evil guy. You can't hate yeah. him because he's so much fun. Whereas, <laughs> <laughs> whereas Captain America is like truth, justice in the American way. Yeah. Well, there's quite a lot of like yeah parallels you can bring bring towards Judge Dredd and Captain America. Yeah. There's, like, there's like there, there's that like unwavering sense of like their ideals, like they don't. They're, change they're what both they think very about. righteous, but because we live in a world much closer to Captain America's world, yeah, it, he, he seems much more heroic. Yeah, and. And and he's not, as people often think, he's not the like unwavering tool of the state. He, no, he's no, he's like he's never really involved with the American government. To be honest, he's in, and and opposes like opposes a lot on, of stuff. Yeah, he was. I mean, the big one is civil war, where he yeah, civil war, and then there was the there was the run in the seventies when he uh, it was all linked with the Watergate kind of scandal, yeah. and it was there was a politician who was working with Hydra, and Cap felt betrayed, so he gave up being Captain America, which wasn't. What came after wasn't particularly yeah. great, but that sort of idea where he wouldn't he wouldn't just follow orders. Yeah, which is no, so which he's is, yeah. a man of principle. Yeah, which is basically what you can see in Winter Soldier. He doesn't have to take orders, but you know sometimes it is better to take orders than like it makes sense to take orders like yeah. in war. But then when there's something wrong, he'll stand up against it, which is basically what he stands for. He believes in what America stands for and gets very disappointed when it doesn't live up to those expectations. Precisely, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Mm. He's like he is a more interesting character than I always thought he was. Yeah, which is what I think has been done really well in the films, and you've got, yeah. to, you've got to give all credit to Chris Evans for that. Especially, he's done really well especially that. Winter Soldier brought that into. Yeah, it definitely brought that, and then yeah, it made, you definitely got to see his morals and how he thought and stuff, and and also made him like complete badass with how he was fighting <laughs> and stuff, which is something they kind of missed out on the first film. 
where he wasn't he wasn't and, and the Avengers he wasn't particularly like epic to see battling but then yeah. in this one he was especially in the Avengers and... when you're like he's kind of the weakest guy on the team yeah which is and weird. so you get to see him as a leader and a tactician a little bit you don't get to see him really like excel just, in the fight because you don't get to see him just beat the shit out of George St. Pierre yeah which is awesome he's like a fucking <laughs> backward flying kick and just yeah into the floor which is awesome my last question on this kind of vein is what's your favorite comic series that you're reading right now scott snyder and greg capullo's batman it's probably the best thing that's come out of new 52 it's definitely got the best art it's got some great writing i'm not sure some people complain about the the joker art they did but i think it's the still death the, of the family. death of the family yeah Mostly because it didn't really have too many consequences in the end, but it's yeah. definitely a great run, and it definitely, if you read it now, it will. They're still doing sheet. zero year right now. They just finished it. They're starting up. They're starting up. I think it's brand new. I'm not sure how many issues it is. There's two or three. A new arc, which is supposed to be quite good, and they're. And it's probably the most secretive thing you can find on in New Fifty Two at the moment. They do keep it quite secretive, and they don't release the plots until basically the week it's coming out, and they don't release the cover, <laughs> so it's quite. So DC definitely recognises their best series at the moment. It's yeah. exciting. Uh, and, like, obviously Batman is going to be one of their biggest selling series no yeah. matter what, but they've got one of their best writers and greatest and, artists. Yeah, and they're great artists who who used to work for Marvel. And, they, and they, I've never seen his work before, which is, I'm really shocked yeah. I've never seen it before. And it's I don't amazing. remember Greg Capullo's name before Scott Snyder's yeah, Batman. And, yeah, and it's great. And the... You know, and the colours great on it, and and you can uh, there's a an interview with uh, Scott Snyder where he's talking. I think Greg Capullo's on it as well. I can't remember, but he's talking about working with Greg for the first time and how clear it was that Greg came from Marvel because yeah, because Scott Snyder was like initially very resistant to Greg Capullo having any input over the story. All oh, right, yeah, and, and oh Greg yeah, then, yeah, like kind of they kind of fought over that for a while and then realised that it's much better when they work yeah, together. Yeah, because Scott Snyder comes from indie stuff where he's got a lot of autonomy like, over um, everything he does. American Vampire. And, yeah. yeah. That's the Vertigo series, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And then more recently he's done The Wake with yeah. uh, Sean Murphy, who did Punk Rock Jesus, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, both, yeah. All people mentioned in that past conversation are brilliant <laughs> artists and writers, so check out all those things. Yeah. Especially uh, Batman, because it is. There's, uh, I'm not sure how many volumes are into it. Maybe six or seven, but oh yeah, they're I'm, definitely worth it. So, I'm like well behind. I haven't read anything after the Court of Owls stuff wrapped up, and I've been meaning to catch up on a lot of that. Yeah, well, the zero year stuff sort of drags on a bit. It's quite long. It's definitely like a, yeah. it's like ten or it's like ten or twelve issues long. So yeah. it's a long, yeah. So it's a long arc for Batman, and that was happening while the Forever Evil stuff was happening. So. Now that I come back, now that he's back after the Forever Evil stuff, I have no idea what's going on. Because <laughs> I haven't read any of that, so. Because a lot of DC sucks. Yeah, yeah, and. But if you like people's arms getting chopped off. Yeah. You know, that's. that's which, for you. Which brings me to Marvel or DC? Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Like, not that that's the be all and end all, and I know lots of, lots of us don't just read the big two and, and read, like, a lot of image and Vertigo and. Yeah. But, but that's like a classic comic book question. Yeah, the, the, the question. That. Yeah, and, and it's not really wrong if you got both. If you pick either side, yeah, there's you know there's merits to both. You know, some people just don't like the Marvel characters. Obviously, some people don't like how DC treats his properties, especially uh, Dan DiDio. and he's a bit yeah. weird and stupid. 
But then DC's got a lot of merits as well. It's got like the whole. It's got that leg. It's got sort of legacy idea they've, behind they've it. They've got a lot of great. good writers, are, like that work with them. That they just have a tendency to try and reboot everything every like five yeah, to ten they, years. Yeah, they, they've they've done lots and lots of reboots. They don't. Yeah, and whereas Marvel, it, it's it's they sort of got a better system where it's just one long continuity, but. Only really the past five years. They, yeah, they count. have like just soft retcons rather, yeah. rather than a hard reboot. Every like Flash Thompson uh, was supposed to have fought in Vietnam and now he's yeah now he's fought in the Gulf War. And yeah, he fought in he fought in Iraq and that's yeah. sort of the same thing they did with the Punisher. Like he was he fought in um could been seven yeah so he yeah was, he, was he was a Vietnam, Vietnam veteran and then he was yeah. Well, no, well, that's not sort of the same. Did sort of keep it. They've kept the Punisher Vietnam Max thing. Punisher kept the Vietnam with thing most of the Punisher stuff. I think the main Punisher series now isn't though, is it? No, it's he's not a Vietnam. No, I think he's just. He's I think he's just a Navy SEAL. That like did in a random in the yeah, Cold did, War. Yeah. And, yeah. So he's, yeah, Punisher's kind of like the one that doesn't really make sense because they cause they can make Punisher a lot older without having well, to keep him young, yeah. and it kind of and it works really well. The Garth Ennis Punisher Max stuff was. He was supposed to be older than he is in regular, like yeah, six he was. Six he was continuity. like six years old, and yeah. that was really well reflected in how they drew him. They drew him like uh, Clint Eastwood, yes, but like eight times if, taller. If yeah, if Clint Eastwood was just fucking jacked, yeah, and that's a great series. That is ten, ten volumes of awesome face punches. Like, like all wow. Garth Ennis stuff, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, there's some disturbing deaths in that but also quite a lot of funny funny lines and some great plots as well so oh yeah it's a, it's really cool yeah and it kind of works in the same way as how like a judge red book works but there's the punisher's not necessarily has doesn't have to be in the book he's just kind of in the background and will turn up right at the end and yeah sometimes the story arcs are like following something else and he's just around yeah so it'd be like yeah, there's one that follows the ira some that follow drug dealers yeah. some that follow like prostitutes and but then punisher would turn up at the end and just and kill everyone kill everyone and then be like oh Damn. Solution. Yeah, so so it's really more of a crime book to us, but it's great. Yes, this is how how we solve the problem of crime. We just have a guy kill everybody. Get with a skull t-shirt on. <laughs> Unless you're Dolph Lundgren, in which case they forget the skull t-shirt. Yeah, they forget the skull t-shirt, but he has knives with skulls on him instead, which is yeah. far less menacing. That's not a terrible movie, though. No, it's quite it's good. Quite Except fun. you do see, you know... A bit when it zooms on behind Dolph Lundgren, you see when he's sitting down naked. Yeah, you, sitting down naked, and you, in like you are a, fixated. <laughs> he's like, "What? <laughs> Why would you do this?" Okay, well, thank you for talking to me, George. George, you will be the co-host of all of this podcast, but Indeed, I will. I'm going to swap you out for Sammy and talk to her a little bit. Okay. So I'm talking to Sammy, the treasurer of uh, Comic Society's committee this year. Uh, what first started getting you into comic comic book movies, basically? Yeah, because I didn't really read comics before then, and when the movies came out, that got me really interested in them. Is there a specific movie that first got you interested in them? I think it would have been the first Spider-Man movie. Do you have a favourite comic book movie? That's um, I think uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which recently came out. Okay. That's my favourite one so far. I was yeah. impressed by that one. So, uh, after 
Spider-Man, did, did that just start you reading Spider-Man first, or what comics did you get into after reading Spider-Man? I think... Watching. Uh, well, I didn't really read Spider-Man after that, but I got... Then the Batman movies came out. Yep. And then I read some Batman, and then that got me properly into comics, and then coming to uni, I got more into comics, I think. Yeah. And cool. I joined comics up. Because we're all awesome. You're all awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Do you have a like a favourite comic series or graphic novel of all time? I think right now I think my favourite one is Fables. Yep, Fables is a really cool yeah, series. Yeah, Fables is really good because I really like fantasy. I think that's my yeah. favourite sort of genre. And I've always liked, because it's got uh, lots of fairy tale characters from when I was a kid and I really like the really clever way they've written it. Yeah, yeah. for people that don't know, Fables is a series where uh, characters from... Like fairy tales and and classic stories have had to escape their universe of fairy tales because of uh, what's the I can't remember the name of the guy actually, but it's someone who exiled them from their land. They yeah. have to live in the human world, and they've and they've got a community in New York. And the the main characters, at least at the start of it, follows around uh, Snow White and Bigby Wolf and Prince Charming and yeah, things like that. And and so it's about them living in our world and eventually trying to reclaim their homeland and stuff. It's yeah. a really cool series, yeah. No, it's really good. Um, do you have a favourite uh, superhero? Favourites? Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't really have a favourite su- I've had lots of different favourite superheroes yeah. at the time, but right now I don't really have a favourite superhero. <laughs> it's hard but, to say. That's all right. Um, what's your favourite series that you're like reading that's coming out right now or... That you're reading right now, anyway. Um, well, I'm reading. If anyone's watched the Buffy Vampire Slayer <laughs> TV series, it's kind of my favourite thing in the entire world. Yep, because Buffy's awesome, and Buffy's everybody awesome. should watch. Buffy. I, I'm making my way through the comic books of that, but I know they've always they've been out for ages. So, but I've, ones that are coming out at the moment, I'm still not. I'm making my way into them. I haven't, that's, that's haven't right. chosen I'm any. Like way behind on everything. That's yeah, I am as well. Like I've been at home for ages. <laughs> How far through the, the Buffy series are you? Um, oh God, volume six or seven, something of like that. Season eight. Of season eight, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. So what's, what's happened? Without spoiling it, like what's, I'm trying to think, what, what's just happened? Well, uh, if you've watched the, se- the TV series, yeah. it's just, They've got an army of slayers now, and it's just basically dealing with all of that and getting used to it. Yeah, the season eight, especially because of comics not being restrained by budget, just mm. goes much huger than the TV show could yeah. ever go. Yeah, and I... and with an entire army of slayers has like large scale battles and stuff. Like, yeah, it's really good. Actually. Yeah, there's like a really good battle which I read recently. They're in a massive field. Yeah. And there's just massive giants and things everywhere that they're fighting. You couldn't do that on TV. And I think, um, is it George Gianti that's the the artist, but does a really good job of, like, capturing the essence of the characters without drawing the actors exactly as they look. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the front covers are drawn like the the actors and the actresses, and it looks a lot like them, but... You can still tell who the characters are in the comic because they don't look the spitting image of them, but yeah. you know who they are. Yeah, the front covers really are quite like almost photorealistic. Yeah, it's it's more comic style Inside. within 
but but I think really captures the characters they, well. And yeah, they do a lot of different uh, art styles in the different volumes, yeah. don't they? And then they change up the artists, and they but, yeah. But it's really good, and it really affects the mood of each storyline, each art. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and they, I think, have a good balance of uh, like characters that they like bring back, and the ways that they do it without seeming like it's just pandering to the fans. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Like uh, Oz in Tibet. Oz in Tibet. Yeah. I really liked that. I re- I loved that actually. It was really good. Oz is one of my favourite Buffy characters. So. <laughs> yeah. I will I will do the classic at Marvel or DC. Marvel or DC. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to incur anger in anyone. <laughs> um, probably. Um, I like both a lot, but yeah. I think Marvel has to. Pits the, takes nibs, nips it in the bud if that's yeah. the, if that's the right phrase. It's just, I think just got the edge. I think it's just got the edge, and I can't explain why it has the edge, but it has. Um, I well, think it's uh, just. Oh, I don't know. I think they're more consistent. Yeah, more consistent, definitely. That's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> and, but DC has its good points too. Yeah, but <laughs> of course, but, but like they have Batman. That Batman. <laughs> And yeah, and it has. They all ha- they're all very good, and I. But I have to say, Marvel takes it. But I just I can't, I can't explain why it does. It just okay. Thank you for talking to me. Sorry. Oh, thank you. That's, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, coming up in this year with the society that you're particularly excited about or looking forward to, or it's in events and stuff. Really uh, events or just anything comic related or. Oh, I always look forward to going to like Thought Bubble and yeah stuff like that. That's really cool. That's my, that's stuff I look forward to the most, and then also our artly run at the end of the year we get to yes. dress up. But um, I think I can't really I don't really know much what's going on this year. Yeah, so <laughs> I can't really say. For for new members, at the end of the year we do a pub crawl along the Otley Road, uh, and we normally have a, a theme of like costumes that we dress up in and get ridiculously drunk. We used to go. To karaoke at the end, but the the cool karaoke place in Leeds shut down, so I'm not sure. We didn't do it last year. I'm not sure if we're going to look for a karaoke place. Yeah, there might a new one might open yeah. up or something. 